This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott holding Frazier. Who looks like, his, he's got very wide eyes right now, but he's just letting you do that. He loves it. He, he loves, loves the it. belly rub. He yep. loves the belly rub. And I'm Carrie Doherty, not holding a cat, but holding a MacBook. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. We talk and talk. And yes. um, we just watched season two, episode 20. Whose face is this anyway? Not my favorite episode, saying that from the beginning. That's fine. It doesn't have to be. Which aired on February 28th, 1987. Quick question. What is Whose Face Is This Anyway a reference to? Do you know? Uh, it's a game show. But it's not Whose Line Is It Anyway. No, but it was like a 50s, like, like, like... I think it was a 50s sort of like a celebrity like there was a, there was a famous clip of Muhammad Ali doing like a weird like high voiced girl's voice mm-hmm. and that was kind of the game was like you'd have these panel of celebrities that would listen to the celebrity doing a weird thing with their oh, voice and, they had to guess and then who they would it have is. to guess who it is yeah okay. and there would always be some sort of person in the news of the moment it'd be funny if they did like whose genitals are these anyway and they just show you pictures of genitals and you have to guess whose they are yeah that would be really inappropriate for television. Be, yeah, especially for yeah. the time. Okay, I was just curious if you knew. Um, we have a wonderful guest we do. with us today. Can I explain how this call came about? Yes. Before we introduce him. Um, so, I was in the frozen food section of Trader Joe's. and I, I love the frozen food section of Trader too, Joe's. Me too, me too, because I sweat a lot and I like to go there and stay in that location, at least in a circle, because I dry off and then I can go to like the fruit section. Um, but I ran into this man, and I was like, there's this man, and he needs to do this podcast, because he's funny. And so then we talked, and then he told me he's more of an email person, and I told him I'm more of a text person, and then we realized we're never going to be a couple, besides the fact that he's straight. And then I was like, great, we should just come over and do this. And now he's here. Guys, please welcome, you want to introduce? Zach Sherwood! Hey! Can I say it like that? Yeah, I want to 
wanted you to do that because I was like, I've talked a lot, so now you have to introduce. Hi, Zach. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm great. So excited the to best be here. Intro we've ever done. I we, wanna, yeah. I want to verify independently that that is how this specific. Mm-hmm. Um, group of people in this place right now came to happen. It yeah. was in the frozen food section at the Trader Joe's for Hollywood residents on uh, the Vine one. Yeah, right? yeah, the one right, right at by the Vine. Sunset. It's the it's the one in where Selma really. It, yes, yes. It's uh, it's nice. It's a it's a good Trader Joe's. It's unlike the Silver Lake one, which is more of a old school traditional Trader Joe's. Yes. This one is in a fancy apartment building. Ooh. You know, very sort of like Hollywoody. Oh, I think I've been in that one. Yeah, that's my that's if I'm if I'm like in the area I'll go to that one, but I almost always try to go to the Silver Lake one because of my reputation. Sure. I, I call the upgraded one version two point Joe. <laughs> wow. In a pun worthy of their fearless flyer, perhaps. And Trader Joe's, we're willing to be sponsored by you because we use most of your products. Can I tell you, my friend and uh, he lives in New York City. Great storyteller. Andy Ross used to make the chalkboard signs at Trader Joe's whenever oh. they would feature special items. Mm. And he would always try to write something funny and clever. And one of my favorite ones that he wrote is um, uh, they were featuring ginger snaps that day. Mm. So he wrote ginger snaps. Oh, no, she didn't. Ah, which I, I thought it. was hilarious. That's great. What's your favorite Trader Joe's item? Mine's the chocolate-covered almond with that weird sugar, the special sugar. they had. They Turbinado? Had. Yes. It's good shit. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I enjoy their cookie butter. Mm. Um, That's too much for me. I, oh, you know what? Grapefruit. Trader Joe's grapefruit is my favorite thing. Okay, <sighs> maybe it's you guys both... Yeah. Recoil. Recoil. Well, because it's grapefruit. I know, but I've never, and maybe it's just the Trader Joe's in my neighborhood, I've never had a better grapefruit than the one at the Trader Joe's in Culver City. Wow. I would like free grapefruit Trader Joe's. I, we would like you to sponsor our podcast. Guys, today's uh, episode... What's your favorite? No, he yeah, Carrie, please. Yeah, please, let our guests... Oh, no, I was going to say today's episode is sponsored by Trader Joe's, <laughs> oh, okay. but then I decided not to make the dumb Actually, show. it's sponsored by Girl Scouts because I had Thin Mints. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, I have so much to say about this. Probably the product that I buy the most from Trader Joe's is their organic romaine lettuce. But that's not the answer you guys want with this question. Yeah, that's really My boring. My favorite Trader Joe's, I don't let myself buy because I'm incapable of not finishing it out in yeah. one go. And it is their maple leaf cookies. Oh, I've seen those. Which I think are I've had those too. Which are in the there's so many Trader Joe's products that are just accidentally vegan and there's so few good vegan cookies. Are you vegan? I am. Okay. And so those things are just I'm I have I'm no match for wow. a box of those. Wow. Interesting. My, sometimes my girlfriend buys a box of them and I view it as a hostile act. Wow. Like, oh, why did you I can see that. Wow. You know what happens. Yeah. And I'm ill. Anyways, I yeah. So anyways, it was Maybe great to run into you there. Just, like, you know, needs to sleep alone. You have to sleep on the couch. <laughs> you know? My mother used to do that with bananas and me. I would eat so many bananas at once. She'd be like, yeah, go eat all the bananas. Then I would fall asleep. Aw. Whoa. That is a good yeah. tactic to yeah. try to get someone to sleep. Wow. And be sick. And be sick. Yeah. Um, so, Zach, what is your what is your uh, relationship to the GG? Well, I'm... Uh, I don't have much of one. I think today's episode may be... It's certainly the first complete episode I've seen as an adult. I Mm -hmm. I probably caught uh, a whole episode or two as a kid just because there was so much TV on all the time. Yeah. That, you know, you kind of watch whatever. But, um, yeah, I I don't have much. You know, I'm definitely aware of Betty White becoming, like, the kind of pop culture punchline who's in on it that she has become. And I remember... 
like B. Arthur being a you know when she when she passed away that being a thing. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to see her credited as Beatrice at the yeah. beginning of this. Yeah, I think she did that for a while. She like you know wanted to be Beatrice in credits, but like everyone would just call her B. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm aware of them as like a you know I, again I think they're kind of a punchline for like you know. Old, unattractive women. I think that's how they get. I, I think they get. I think they get dragged through the mud like that. Lost so many fan, potential I, fans. Pause. Saying that. I'm certainly not claiming that as my own viewpoint, but I think that they. <laughs> I think that they. I've heard them dragged through the mud in that way by, by straight men. Yeah, that's right. God. Yeah. They're yeah. the worst. If you give us a list, we won't invite those people on. All right, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Again, you know, I can't even point to anything specific. I'm just sort of aware that you know. What's not to? I mean, even even Sophia's attractive in like an adorable way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. all attractive. Yeah, and if you were forced in a room to sleep with each and every one of them, I bet you would do it, and could get it up. Yeah, I mean, I would. I probably could. Yeah, and you don't even have a dick. You you're you're looking at me when you say you, but when you mean you, you mean like the girl, like. I'm saying it, you would have sex with them, but... Yeah. I mean, you could have other kinds of sex with them. Yeah. But I would... Okay. Like, I would do stuff, yeah. And yeah. getting it up doesn't need to be literally an erect penis. Getting no. it up can mean... Like you know. semi. Oh, no, I just mean... Even <laughs> mean women can get it up. All of us, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, if you're throwing, like, get it up. Yeah, it of up. course. Of right. course. Yeah. yeah. I think we should get to this episode. Let's get to this episode. Yeah. So... <laughs> can, may I say one oh, last yes, thing please, before... Yes. Maybe please. to segue yeah. us in? Is about Trader Joe's... Trader Joe's Romaine. I don't feel... To be perfectly clear, I'm not calling the Golden Girls old, unattractive women. I've heard that presented. Though I, I can't identify who these where. Are. Um, You're gonna get so many mean tweets, and then very quickly they're gonna be redacted, or they're gonna be like, I, I, right. I, "Sorry, no, uh, I didn't mean. I, I, I listened for another minute on the podcast, and I heard you make the apology, and now I'm taking it back." Like, uh, I wasn't apologizing because I didn't. Okay, moving okay. on from this point. My so my girlfriend has like three best friends, yeah. and they dressed up as the Golden Girls for Halloween recently, a couple years ago, and each of them kind of chose the girl who they felt. Um, was most suited to their personality, mm-hmm. and it's really she has a. Um, I'll try and get a picture for you guys oh, if she lets me, that and maybe you could post it with the yeah. episode. We would of, like, love the, to. They have yeah. like a photo booth strip of pictures of them. Oh, that's up. great! So I'll try and get that to you guys. Um, great. And final thing. Yeah. We took a vacation to Hawaii recently, oh. and we had a lanai at our the house we rented, and the whole time I was like. What is on the lanai? I was like, is that from a book or a movie? And my my girlfriend didn't know, and I asked my mom, because I thought maybe it was from, like, a novel that she'd, like... I knew it was some thing from my past. Yeah. And then you, we got back, and the day after, you emailed me about actually oh, doing really? this, and I was like, that's it! I wouldn't have even known what a lanai was before oh, now. Oh, that's so great. That's so amazing. it really turned right. out perfectly. I'm glad, in a weird way, I was kind of there with you, too. Yeah. 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 It was nice to have you along. Yeah. We had a great nice. vacation. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I so bet you're thinking of HL the whole time you were in Hawaii. The only thing more beautiful than Hawaii was each of the individual Golden Girls. <laughs> there you go. There All we right, go. You're back. He's back. Zach for the wound. Whose face is this anyway yes. is, of course, the... Uh, Another Blanche falling apart episode. It is, yeah. It's the episode where mm. Rose... <laughs> I'm gonna do, the, but I'm gonna. I'm using air quotes when I say this. Rose makes a documentary, and uh, Blanche wants to get plastic surgery. Yes. Um. Mm. So I like how the documentary dies out so quickly. Oh, it. It like becomes a non-issue. I have so many. <laughs> I have issues with Rose's documentary again with fig, air quotes and Rose's turns. I'm sorry, Blanche's yeah. turns in this episode. Mm. Um. So the episode opens with uh, Dorothy's 
spraying leaves with water. Which my mother the does. Plants. It's a thing. People do it. Yeah, but aren't you supposed to... I understand that you have to clean the leaves of a plant. Yes. That makes sense. But are you supposed to actually hydrate the leaves? I think so. Mm. I think so. Okay. I mean, I think even... Because it looked like she was doing succulents even. So, like... And they don't need that much, that much water. So that maybe she was just... I don't know. A, it looked it looked it looked like an indoor plant. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. But um, well, and succulents an indoor plant. Well, yeah, they can be indoor plants. They do need a lot of sunlight. They do better mm-hmm. outdoors mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. But um, Rose approaches Dorothy holding the most nineteen eighties video camera. Well, it was nineteen eighty seven. I know. I'm just pointing <laughs> out if there are some young listeners that go, wait, when you say video camera, do you mean iPhone? Hmm. I'm saying it's a very 1980s video camera. It's one that she actually has to prop up on her shoulder because of how bulky it is. Yeah. Yes. It was really massive. We had one of those when we were kids. I used it a lot. Yeah. 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 They were fun to have. Is it... Was this show taped before a live studio audience? Yes. Yes. Okay. I knew that because... The first shot is of Dorothy misting, and then yeah. the crowd starts laughing before they show yes. Rose in with the camera. Yeah. So they must have seen her walk in with the prop and started yeah. laughing. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's a good that's Oh, a good I kind of want to go back and watch that. Yeah. Um, so Rose mentions that she's making a video for her class at the junior college. <laughs> we don't know what kind of class it is, but we know she's making a video. I hope to be that kind of senior citizen that takes classes at the junior college. Oh, I love that she's doing that. I'm curious to know, is it a documentary class? Is it a Mm. video 101 class? Is it just like how to make a video? Um, And Dorothy doesn't want to be recorded because she says she always comes out looking like Fess Parker. Who? (laughs) Guys, if you think this episode goes by without at least nine Fess Parker jokes in it, You'd be mistaken because this episode is littered with Fess Parker yes. jokes. It's so much. Yes. It's a Fess Fest. It's <laughs> who? Who is Fess Parker? I googled fest. him. Fess uh. Alicia Parker Jr., born August sixteenth, nineteen twenty-four, died in two thousand ten. Was an American film and television actor, best yes. known for his portrayals of Davy Crockett yes. in the Walt Disney nineteen fifty-five to nineteen fifty-six TV miniser- miniseries, and as Daniel Boone. In a TV series from 64 to 70. He was also like a, a known winemaker and resort owner-operator. Much like the Girls in the Golden historically, Palace spinoff show. he's known what? for Disney. He's a Disney sort of, oh. you know, everyman sort of man. And Talk about typecasting your Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett. I know. I know. But, like, that's that sort of was his mystique. And it's kind of, if you compare Fess Parker and uh, uh, Beatrice Arthur, that's a funny joke. I guess. That's but like he's, me yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, he's handsome. I, no, Is it just but, like, oh, you look like a man? But a woman, okay. yeah. Yeah, she doesn't okay. want to be rugged and masculine. Okay. Yesterday I got a body scan in my gym. It was one of those, like, full, like, they with a, with a big scanner, they scan your entire body, right? And you find out how much your bone density, your oh, body yeah. mass, all of those things. And the scan literally proved what I've been saying for years. I'm Kathy Bates. Like, this, I'm, <sighs> I am the body weight. Like, I'm Kathy Bates, like... At, in about Schmidt, and I need to be Kathy Bates in Titanic. Like, that's my BMI. Uh, it's ridiculous. I'm so fat. Your Bates yes. mass index. Yeah, I'm um. 30%. <laughs> I'm at the, yeah, I'm a Bates, yes. <laughs> Bates mass To be fair, yeah. what did you tell me the other day? You told me that you were intentionally eating a ton of food because no. you want it. Well, okay, let me explain because the why? challenge. Let me explain the challenge. So... I, at my gym, this... this. P.S., I think you look great. Go Thank on. you. I do, too. Um, this... 
um, I go to this CrossFit over mm-hmm. here by me in in Los Feliz, and I uh, they're doing this paleo challenge where at the beginning of the challenge, six week challenge, they they do this body mass scan of you of everything, and then at the end of the six weeks whoever has the most improvement wins, right? Mm. I'm the most out of shape at my gym, so I thought I would rig the system and I would eat as much as I can for the past two weeks so I would have a high body mass and then at the end of the six weeks, sticking to a rigid diet, which I can do easily because I was a vegetarian for years and like I'm used to eating like very strict diets, right. that at the end of the six weeks, I'll at least have, if it's not visible improvement, I will probably have the most numerical improvement and win a free month at the gym. See? That's great. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think it's very smart. I'm just saying, like the Fest Parker comparison, I looked at the image and I felt like Happy Bates. So I don't I can see why I can see why Dorothy would not want to look like Fest Parker. Sure. And I mean and Sophia even says I mean and Sophia even makes the joke. Again, a lot of Fest Parker jokes where Sophia comes in and and she's like, oh, yeah, no, Dorothy's always been camera shy. You would, too, if you look like Fess Parker in heels. Which, P.S., Dorothy doesn't wear heels because she's already 6 foot 11. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I, I like how Rose asks each individual girl if they want to do, if they want to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I love that each answer just really reflects who the girls are. Like, Sophia's like, will there mm. be nude scenes because I could be talked into it. Um, Dorothy's like, no, I look bad. Yeah. Um, and then Blanche, when she says, Blanche, would you, you know, how do you feel about being on camera? And she says, you know, oh, I think it's fine as long as you've been on at least three dates. So I love that each answer just like, again, maybe, Zach, this is a great first episode for you because you can immediately see, oh, that's yeah. like yeah, cheeky old lady. I think the characters are familiar enough just, you know, from yeah. being super famous that I'm aware of each yeah. personality type. Mm-hmm. I, I like, here's what I like about, actually, I didn't even think about this. That Blanche joke is really funny. And also, video cameras can't have been that old. So she was making homemade sex tapes, yeah. like, you know, definitely yeah. later in, you she was know. probably using film at some point. Oh, yeah, she was shooting, right. like, Super 8. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Um, I, uh... Can you imagine setting up a Super 8 just to watch a sex film? Like, <sighs> a home sex film? <laughs> be like, hold on, yeah, we're going to have a date night. Just let me set up the screen so we can watch us <laughs> fucking. Well, yeah, I mean, shooting it, too. I mean, that's, you know, yeah, you'd have to be like, i got to make sure, I, you know, like, what do you have to do if you have to, like, change the magazine? Yeah. Like, wait, like, take your dick out of me for a second because we've run out of film. I need yeah. to change. I hold to, on. I need to put it, I need to, like, and, like, that shit's not easy. It takes no. a while. You need to know how to do that. I'm you just saying. You also have to, like, close your eyes and think really hard to stay erect and then. And you have to get, like, light meters. Like, yeah. you have to, you know, you have to, like, measure the distance and make sure that the focus is correct. It's just, it's a lot of stuff. Measure the distance. You, you do. You have to measure the distance. But the, the human urge to make and watch porn prevails over all yeah. those obstacles. Yes. It's true. <laughs> um, two things on Fess Parker. First of all, I, this, you can tell this comedy comes from a more innocent time because they do the Fess Parker joke again and again until it runs out of steam. Yeah. So that's one. I feel like it would be done fewer times. And then they don't push through that valley into the next comedy room where you've said it so much and called it back so many times that it becomes funny again. Yeah. So, you know, we're seeing joke writing at an earlier stage of development yeah. here. Yeah. Also, I really hope that they chose Fess Parker in part because it's a really funny name. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fess is... It's, it's a just weird name. a hilarious name. I yeah. thought they were saying Fez Parker until I Googled it. <laughs> Is this a good time to talk about how many references to people looking like other people there were in this episode, or should I save it as we go through? There were No, you can mention it right yeah, now. I started keeping a list. I like that you were doing that. So, uh, obviously, a million Fest Parkers. There's a yeah. reference to Joe Pepitone. Yes. I don't know who that is. He was the, the football player, right? Yeah. Okay. 
that there's somebody that I missed because I wasn't keeping my list. Oh, he was a baseball player. Baseball player. A baseball player. Close. He, he dealt with balls. Somebody's. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a black balls joke coming. I was oh. braced for it, but it's not the voice of the show. Um, they mentioned blackballing at one point, point. Uh, and then when they're watching the video, I think Dorothy like they're they're narrating watching the, yeah. the documentary yeah. that Rose makes, and I guess Dorothy walks in at some point, and Sophia says, "I didn't know." Somebody else was in this video. It's not Fess mm. Parker, it's but she's not. comparing Dorothy to another person. We could go back and get the name, but yeah, who was it? I didn't capture it. But do you guys know the moment? I mean, I, I know, know the, the moment. moment. I don't know the name she mentioned. I don't know yeah. if I wrote it down, but I think that was also the moment that I was like, oh, they're 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 giving us a lot of people to Google right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So then there's so then there's Cheryl. I, I know who Cheryl Teagues is only yeah. because mm-hmm. of the line, the Adam Sandler song where he goes, I'll never take down my Cheryl Teagues poster. Oh, um, <laughs> there's Gavin. Somebody you look like Gavin last name. I missed it. DeGraw. When the composite, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when the plastic surgery Post composite is assembled. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know who that is. And then of course I know who Art Garfunkel is, but somebody says yeah. they all, everyone looks like Art Garfunkel. Well, there's, yeah. there's something you there have to do. Overwhelming. There's something you have to do with an older show when you watch it. And that doesn't, this, this is a rare instance. Cause I don't feel like they do this a lot where they mention a lot of names in an episode where you, are so lost. Yeah, they um, do it, but not this was excessive. This was a, this was an excessive one, but there is sort of like a suspension of disbelief when you just kind of go with it and assume yeah. that the person that they're mentioning is, you know, and it, it doesn't ruin the joke necessarily, and you're not confused to the story. It's not a part of the story. Whereas if you watch, like, I guarantee you, if we're watching um, uh, Thirty Rock twenty years from now and we're watching it. It's literally one cultural reference after another, after another, mm-hmm. after another. Yeah. And it's going to be lost. Yeah. Those shows are not going to hold up because it's so But timely. people at home were like going, oh, she di- I see Fess Parker. Whereas we just like let the joke go by and then we kind of yeah. go back and, and Google it or joke. we don't. Whereas yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen with other with more modern shows. That's really interesting. Yeah. I like this idea that it's icing on the cake. To- Fess Parker is both an actual person, but mm-hmm. also in this case, it's just serving as a, you know, a placeholder. Like yeah. you look, obviously means you look like an unattractive man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's icing on the cake if you actually can be like, oh yeah, she does sort of look a little like Fess yeah. Parker. If but yeah. if not, it doesn't distract you. Yeah. Do you think that that's a function of, you know, the reduced attention span that we I hear do. about so much yeah. in the, in the digital why, age? It's also the, the change between multi-camera and single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. So uh, the other storyline gets um, introduced. I guess sort of the main the main storyline, which is that uh, Blanche comes in and says that she's going to be going to the reunion of her college sorority, the Alpha Gams. Yeah. Um, Quick aside, one of my favorite Friends jokes ever is when Phoebe says that she belongs to a sorority called Phi Mega Tampon. (laughs) 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 Lisa Kudrow. P.S. I am going as Valerie Cherish for Halloween this year. I've decided. So Blanche is so excited to see these girls because she knows that they're going to grow. They that you know they, they're old probably they're and, old, they're yeah. saggy. She can't wait mm. to get back there and rub all their noses in it. I yeah. look gorgeous for my age, whatever. So she's very very excited about this. Um, so that's the end of that scene. Then um, this is strange. So now Rose is still making her movie. Yeah. Again, we don't really. She's just sort of like pointing the video camera at people. She's I don't not even interviewing know why they them. Have a B story in this I don't know why. It make sense. I understand why they're doing it because Blanche needs to see herself on camera. Yeah. Which, but it's just such a weird. But it there's ends just, there. There would have been a clearer way to get there. Yeah. You know, it could have been like just somebody sees Blanche and they call her old. Anything can set well, her off. What happens they, next after she gets back from the the reunion? 
could have been the catalyst for that. She comes back depressed about, you know, what happened at the at the at the reunion. Yes, but before that, and again, this this whole like videotaping storyline, it it, do, it Rose's story doesn't go anywhere. They start a Sophia thing that doesn't go anywhere, but um, but first, Dorothy starts yelling at Rose for shooting her or like for surprising her, and she says, "Yesterday, you filmed me naked while I was giving myself a pedicure." Mm. Which is amazing. It's fascinating to me. It's what's the weirdest thing you've like, ever done? But naked? where was she? Was she probably? <laughs> do you think she was in her room? Yeah. And she just like barged in. She probably was getting out of the restroom, or she was like maybe in the restroom. Like she, I, you know, like who knows? Who knows? Like only Rose could get away with barging in on you yes. in the restroom, right? Yeah. Anyone what's the weirdest thing you've ever done naked? Um, I don't know. Um. I really don't know. Do you know? I, yeah, I do. I uh, I was at. The we got a lot to cover, so we got to keep okay. this quick. I was at the Korean spa, and I, my keys. I took my key. I was like getting there, getting my phone in my in my locker, and I was completely naked. And I pulled my keys, and the keys just flew <gasps> everywhere. And so here I am, like naked, picking up keys. It just was a very dramatic. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Scene of, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that would that would stress me out. Me very that would strange. stress me out. <laughs> I didn't mind being naked, but I was just like, oh, my keys are everywhere, and now I'm naked. <laughs> and too. now I'm naked too. Yeah. Um, so Rose goes into the kitchen where Sophia is dressed, as Dorothy puts it, as somebody who's escaped from. Um, it's the it's a small world after all. Yes. Uh, what is that called? The ride. It's, it's a, small a small world. world. That yeah. is what it's yeah. called. Okay, great. Yeah. I've only been once. Um, so. She's hoping that, and she's hawking, she, she's made lasagna and meat sauce, and, yes. and she's like, ooh, my daughter, so good to see you, I've made meat with lasagna, and for five ninety nine, the recipe can be yours. Yeah. And so she wants exposure from Rose's movie to, Which like, is not, peddle her meat, I don't think that's to peddle her recipe. New, new line of Sophia, that's just something she would do. It's, it's just a thing that they're, yeah, I guess, but it's, it's just, like, this weird thing that they do that doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the episode. Rose is making, I don't know, I'm I don't getting too that. nitpicky, yeah. but she's I, I making this fine. video for a class. I, okay, fine. It's, and the people okay. are going to see it and they're going to be like, oh, look at this old Italian woman, I want some of her lasagna. Yeah, I'll buy that. Like, that's what she's thinking. Okay. You know? Okay. And it's cute that she's a little delusional about the reach of yeah. Rose's eventual documentary. Because how much can she know about a video camera? Not very much. No. You're right. She probably <laughs> yeah. thinks it's just, be, like, that. it's right now just, like, live streaming to people's TVs, right? Is that maybe what yeah. she thinks? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so she says that she wants exposure. Um, oh, and she talks about like all the greats get exposure, you know, like Mama Celeste and Chef Boyardee and Love some guy Mama Balducci. And they said, "Who's who's Bal- like Balducci? I haven't heard of him." And she goes, "Oh yeah, right. That was indecent exposure. He should have he should have stuffed the cannelloni in the traditional manner, and walks out." Which I mean, you know, it's I love great. a good Sophia dick joke. Yeah, that that joke took. That I kept being like, is this when the joke paid off? But it wasn't until that final line I feel yeah. like that we really got there. Yeah. yeah. It was a ways to go. Yeah. It was, it was an arc. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we can just assume that there was like a guy at like a street fair or whatever. They're all giving out food in the village and he's just like putting his dick in the... Right. The, Which the is, cannelloni. That means he must have had a really skinny dick. Yeah, well, I mean, if he's putting his... Well, maybe. I mean, those are... There are no case size. No, they're pretty the tiny. They're pretty... Okay. There are no case size. Yeah. Chef Balducci's dicks. Money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't fit. Um, so, so Blanche oh, comes in. Oh, Balducci. <laughs> he rarely falls back on the couch Ooh, and laughs Balducci. like that. Um, so Blanche 
comes home and the girls are like, hey, you're, you know, you're back from the reunion a day early. Are you okay? Yes. And she's like, you know, yes, I'm fine. And she sits down at the pan- tray of lasagna and immediately starts Wait, eating no, from no, it. no, no, back up, back up. So she goes to the lasagna that's sitting oh. on the counter and she starts cutting out what you believe is going to be a piece for her. And then she takes the piece out, puts it on a plate, lifts up the tray of lasagna and then takes that to the table. Oh, I missed that. That's, yeah. That joke was so, such a good gag. It's yeah. the kind of joke that you're like, if you think of it, you have to do it. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. that that must exist in the world of humor. It's hilarious. It's such a good I, gag. I feel, yeah. like, and we've, I feel like we've seen it, like, people do it with cakes. They'll take out mm-hmm. a slice of cake yeah. and then take the whole thing for yeah. themselves. I didn't yeah. even see that. I must have been typing. Um, but uh, but she Blanche is very upset because she went to the reunion. None of the women looked bad because they've all had facelifts. Yes. And she's very upset that nobody said she was the prettiest. Yeah, because, you know, they all are modified. They yes. cheated. Yes, they, they cheated. cheated. Just like I'm doing but with But Blanche also says that she could never have... <laughs> she also says she could never have surgery because it scares her to death. Yes. Which, I mean, we're going to find out very soon. I mean, Blanche is a flip-flopper like no other in this oh. episode. Well, just, but wow. I don't know about that. Mm. I disagree, but okay. Okay. So um, Also, Rue McClanahan did a great job of acting through that scene without ever taking a bite of that lasagna. Oh, they're clapped. She fucks with, with her fork. They're really good with and that. Those, those women yeah. are, they rarely eat. There should but be a they're always class. eating. Known for what? Never eating despite yeah. the abundance of a food playing scenes? with it. I mean, I feel like there should be a class for actors called, like, futzing with your food yeah. without actually having to eat it. Wow. They're a genius on the show about it. Very rarely do you see them eat. Wow. But because, they're always eating. Because yeah. if you think about it, with act, you know, they're in front of a live studio audience. They have, you know, multiple cameras on them at a time. Taking and it's not like takes. many takes. Right. And it's not like yeah. where you're an actor where, you know, if you do a lot, like, they, you know, they don't have like buckets where you can like spit your food in if you're yeah. shooting a commercial or mm. something where, yeah. you know, if it's, you know, if it's single cam and you're not doing it in front of an audience and you know. Yeah. You know, you're not shooting the entire scene all at once. Right, right. It's just like, so yeah, that's what they would have to do is is pretend to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rose comes into the kitchen after Blanche has said, you know, never have surgery. It scares me to death. Rose comes in and announces the rough cut <laughs> of her documentary is done. Yes. <laughs> which I guess makes me th- like... That right there was like a writer just being like, oh, yeah. and she's th- she has like a rough cut. I mean, that t- it doesn't matter, but... I, I just love that Rose, I, I don't know, maybe it was like an intro to video shooting and editing class. To. Yeah, that jumped out at me yeah. too as inside baseball a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, it really was. And also I love to imagine Rose at like like a, like a you know, deck to deck, like VHS, yeah. like linear, with like little, editing yeah, turn, with the, yeah. yeah, with the little thingy, like, the which, turning thing, yeah. yeah. I did that when I was in high school. I'm 22, you guys. Um, <laughs> so, um... So she's uh, she wants to show a rough cut of the documentary. Um, she starts to play the video. She dims. Everyone's in the living room now. They come. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. No. What happens first is Blanche won't come out of her room because she's very upset. Yeah. Mm. But Rose is ready to show this this rough cut of her documentary. Yeah. And Sophia talks about how vanity can be a bad thing. Yeah. How vanity it it can be it can be very debilitating yeah. if uh, nope. That's not what I meant to say. I'm reading the wrong notes. Um, anyway, Sophia says, uh, vanity should be bad, uh, can be bad, I should know. 
And Rose is, like, very surprised by this. She's like, really? You, Sophia? And Sophia has a great line where she says, you think I was born with white hair and a butt like Play-Doh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she tells a story about But it's a good muffins. setup for Blanche's eventual flip-flop. Very soon to be flip-flop. Yes. Um, but, yeah, Sophia tells a story about a girl, a pretty girl named Muffin who moved yeah. into the village. And she, at the time, was the most beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, all of the guys are going after Muffin. Yeah. And, uh, and they're no longer fighting over who could keep the footprints that Sophia left in the mud. Yeah. Go with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So weird. It's Sophia. Going with it. I mean, I don't know why you're surprised by that. I know. Sophia they always say, say she's colorful and she makes shit up all the time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she finally, she went and talked to Muffin and Muffin was not just a beautiful girl, but also a very nice girl and offered yeah. to move out of the village, yeah. which then backfired on Sophia because all the hot guys followed her. Yeah. And that's how she ended up with Sal, yeah. her husband, which is like <laughs> a backhanded. Um, so Blanche comes in to the kitchen wearing it's such it's such like a baby doll. Yeah, it's like a dress. polka dot, black and white, black polka dots. Pink, it's pink. Oh, is it pink? It's pink. Oh, I think I it's it was... pink with like black polka dots, but regardless, it has black polka dots. But I feel on like she's it, trying to dress like a baby. She's trying to dress like a baby, but I also feel like she's trying to dress up because she feels insecure. Zach, what do you think? I can't quite remember the garment in question, I so I'll have I think to. There's a picture on. Recuse myself. You can uh, find it, but yeah. but she comes in, and this is her. Yeah, it was black and white. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Oh wow. Oh okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's really covered. Can I do that? It's one of the. We'll post the picture on the podcast, you guys. But it's she's covered from head to toe in this outfit, which right. I believe is because she feels insecure. However, the chin, can outfit. we talk about Dorothy's sweater that I would also wear in mm. this? It's a floral purple print. Item that's very long with a nice updude collar. I mean, mm-hmm. I would wear it. I'd it's wear it. It's cute. It's cute. I like it. Yeah. Um, but so Blanche. <laughs> Here we go, guys. So Blanche um, comes in and she tells us she's like she's okay with getting a little wrinkly and older in line because there's nothing she can do about it. She says, you know, she is. well, she she's like, I've been foolish. I know I look good. I know mm-hmm. I look good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm being silly. Um, and then they go into the living room to watch Rose's rough cut. Yeah. And Rose does something that, um, if anybody else has gone to film school or anything, like, I know, I've done it, mm. where she goes to show them something, and then you very, like, you have to preface what they're about to see with everything you already find flawed with it. So she's like, yeah. okay, well, this will be this will be better once it's finished editing. Oh, and it'll be better when there's no music. Oh, and also there's this part, which I feel like I'm you know, always guilty of saying. I learned to stop doing that from the great Julia Child. Um, from her book, My Life in France. She says in there that, like, if you make a mistake with your food or whatever, don't tell anyone. Just serve it. They're not going to know. They're not going to notice what you notice. Only you notice what the things that you think are bad. And if they do notice it, they're not going to tell you about it. That's interesting. I send yeah. demos to people when I'm pitching videos to work on, and I always say, again, this is a very rough demo. It'll be cleaned up in the final tracking. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, um, to call this... Um, rosing it from yeah. now on. Oh, I'm I like gonna, that. I'm not going to rose it anymore. Don't rose it. But, Own it. <laughs> but here's here's where I think you could do it. If okay. you if you're looking for notes from someone, if you're looking for for somebody to give you feedback, and you want to save them time by saying, 
I'm aware that this needs that the audio yes. needs to be mixed, yeah. whatever. Where you're just sort of prefacing up front. I guess there's a difference between an unfinished project and a finished project. Whereas Julia Child's food would be finished because people would then eat it and right. no longer could ask for. But no, food. I agree though with yeah. with cooking. Like a lot of times, like if I cook something for Stan, I'll put food and I'll put it down and I'll be like, I'm not sure if there's enough salt or pepper in it. Just let me know if the seasonings, whatever. And I yeah. do that a lot when I cook. And you shouldn't. This yeah. is this now. This reminds me of something that I I'm above ninety percent on, but not a hundred percent good at is when people will come up after a show mm. and be like, that was great. Sometimes you'll hear people be like, ah, no, you know, it's uh, there's some new stuff I'm working on. It's really yeah. rough. And people are like, D- why are you taking my experience away? Like, I yeah. enjoyed what you, you did. Don't tell me it was you. bad. Yeah. yeah, you have to work I can't on just being like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I won't. I stay it's tough. Back. Yeah. So, good poll. I hadn't picked that out, but now that you're saying it, of course, that's a yeah. very identifiable yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just say thank you, guys. Just say yeah. thank you. But during the process of the video, we learned that Blanche is becomes very upset with how she looks. Yeah, again. they're watching. They're they're yeah. all huddled around the couch and they're watching it, and we don't hear anything. No. We just they're just sort of describing what they see, like, oh look, Sophia, there you are stealing money out of Dorothy's purse. They're just <laughs> very, you know. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, <laughs> I mean, she yeah. gets. She's like, oh my god, like she gets so. Which explains. When have you not like? If you're already in a vulnerable place, which mm. we know she is, and. And also a vulnerable place for something that is so important to her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, all of a sudden she sees something that then mortifies her. That doesn't, that totally explains the flip flop, A. And B, it explains how she would do something drastic then. It would explain something how she would go in I a completely different guess, direction. Yes, but. And at this time in technology, you didn't see footage of yourself all the time. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to go on the mirror. Must yeah. have been a shock. I know. But she's, I mean, and she's not just like, oh, I'm gonna. You know, try to lose a few pounds. It's like no, I'm gonna have my tummy tucked and my wrist raised and my face lifted. Like she's gonna, yeah, gonna she's do gonna it. go all Which I out. Totally support. I want plastic surgery. And then Sophia has <sighs> I what I think is the greatest line in the entire episode. After Blanche says all this and walks away, she goes, "It'd be a shame to do all that and keep that hairdo." It is a great line. <laughs> Best line. Of the episode. Ever. So great. Yeah. Um, so we come back in the... Are they in the kitchen? or? Now she, they're in the kitchen. Yeah, they're in the kitchen. She's putting together pictures from celebrities of faces that she wants. So she wants yes. like Christy Brinkley's whatever. This is Cheryl Teague. Cheryl yes. Teague. Yeah. yeah. Like yes. she, wants, she wants... And then Sophia walks into the kitchen after she's putting together this face and says something about Fess Parker there was a guy she made a comment about a that was another comment that um, we Gavin DeGraw oh Gavin Gavin DeGraw that was about Gavin yeah so like she makes a comment about who the face looks like but also that's not how plastic surgery works like you don't go in and with like this sort of you know weird science face that you're like this is the new face I want well I don't know if she's putting together the face for the plastic surgeon or more so saying I would like this nose I would like these eyes these are the kind of eyes that I like like it's not necessarily putting together a face it's giving types I guess but that's not how it works how does it work don't you just like go in and you're just don't you say like oh like my ears are big help me with my my ears less big you can't just be like I want her, her ears. No, I feel like you do show. I want Jennifer Lawrence's like if ears. You watch those E shows mm-hmm. with the plastic surgery show on E. Like they do show like who they want to look like. Like they're like, I want Kim K's butt. Like, okay. 
you know. It's weird to me. Yeah. It seems like people would do it. Mm-hmm. Be, there must be features that are, like, you know, people get excited about yeah. particular celebrities' features. I don't know, though. Yeah. yeah. I also understand that it seems like you shouldn't be able to say, I want Jennifer Lawrence's ears. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't Yeah. I'm sure somebody's done that at some point. I like um, But they all sort of talk nice. about, yeah. they all talk about plastic surgery and, you know, how they feel about it. Rose... You know, Rose sort of agrees that, you know, makeup's fine, dyeing your hair is fine, but, like, going under the knife is Not a fine. little excessive. And, yeah. you know, Dorothy, uh, her stance on it, which I think makes sense for her character, she's like, you know, if it makes you feel better, do it. And she mentions that she had her eyes done. Which is not uncom- which is exactly what B. Arthur had done. B. Arthur had a very, you know, she was mm-hmm. very open about her facelift. And because uh, if you look at pictures from her from Maude to Golden Girls, clearly she had something done. Oh, cool. She looks vastly different but still yeah. herself and it's a great job she looked great yeah. yeah wow so I'd like to watch that scene again knowing yeah. that it's a very authentic presentation yeah. of her viewpoint yeah. exactly um, and then Rose t- tells a, you know one of her St. Olafian stories about how plastic surgery didn't work out for I literally fell asleep during her story Olga Fetchik I loved that story. Oh, really? Yes. We've heard a lot of them. <laughs> we heard. We hear so many of them. I can't believe how long they went, how yeah. far they went for that pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yes, and I like, love puns. Olga, <laughs> Olga Fetchik was the town beautician. Uh, also, Sophia stops her when she starts telling the story so that she could put on headphones so that she doesn't have to listen to the story. Yeah. And the take they used, the cord gets all tangled up in her hair, yeah. which I think they must have done because it was, you know, kind of interesting and different than just another take where she put it on smoothly. And oh, yeah. I didn't even notice. It's like a clumsy take. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'll have to but those are more interesting. Too. See, now that's the best part of the story is what happens at the end with Sophia. Yeah, so uh, so Rose says how Alga put money aside for plastic surgery. She left the town. She didn't return for months. Yeah. And then and then I kind of stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> I checked out. I stopped listening, too. I can't. I mean, some of these, like some of the stories, because we've seen every episode, so mm-hmm. some of the stories, like, we know, oh, this is a good one. Like, the Great Herring War. Or, yeah, like, you know, there's some great ones. But then there are others where it's just like, Or, like, break. The, the, the diving midget. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, little person. She says midget. Anyway, the, the, the punchline of the joke is she formed a, a dance team called Step and Fetchick. Yeah. But the real punchline of that whole bit is Dorothy getting up from the kitchen table, going over to Sophia. After an incredibly long stare an inc- with a really long laugh break. Yes. Yeah. And then blaring Sophia's music to hurt her ears. And Sophia's like, why'd you do that? And Dorothy says... Uh, oh, why should we be the only ones in pain? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's that's the real end of the bit. Um, so then we end up in a plastic surgeon's office. Can I talk about this office? So, like... Okay, Blanche is going to meet with the plastic surgeon. Dr. Right? Taylor. This this is where I had a problem with the episode. Taylor. So Dr. Taylor. Someone who tailors you to look better. Ew. Oh. I think so. Um, what if his name was just Dr. Like... Dr. Tweak. Yeah. Dr. The actor who played Dr. Taylor was Joseph Whip. Um, oh, his birthday's two days after mine. Oh. Uh, and he was in things like A Nightmare on Elm Street and General Hospital and Scream. You know, a lot of horror films. Dr. Uh, Kankles. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of fun doctor names. <laughs> he frequently plays a cop or someone in law enforcement. Anyway, okay. and he works in a lot of West Craven films. So, anyway, this guy comes in. Blanche is explaining, like, you know, she's she has a couple good lines in there about funny sort of, like, like what is he comes in? He saying? says, I'd like to go over your form, oh. getting the paperwork. Yeah. This joke to me is a Zucker Brothers, like, should have been an airplane or naked gun kind of <laughs> joke. <laughs> she said, he says, I'd like to look over your form. And she goes, 
should I go into your office or just disrobe right here? And he's like, no, your paperwork. Yeah. And it's it's like a Leslie Nielsen line. Well, what's so weird about this whole scene is that, like, he's kind of schmucky, you know what I mean? He's well, kind of like a... he also changes. That's what I, that's yeah. my problem with it, is that, so he's this schmucky doctor who you think is only in it for, like, boobs and, like, seeing boobs, and he sees boobs all the time, and he gets really excited about he's seeing boobs. He's a horn dog. And he he's talks a horn ab- dog. He talks about what celebrities he's worked yeah. on, and she's like, can you tell me who? He's like, oh, I can't, but let's just say some of my handiwork is prominently featured on NBC's Thursday night lineup. So right there, you're just like, oh, you're not a good doctor. You're just yeah. like a schmucky guy. He's a schmucky guy. But then all of a sudden, he shifts and he's like, but you just need to be aware that having plastic surgery is only going to perfect part of you. It won't make you happy with yourself. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, why? when did you become the Pope? Like, yeah. when did you immediately shift? And this yeah. character's writing... It was the, I did not like this scene. Mm. I was really oh, I didn't by either. It. I think they probably started to write it real serious, and then they were like, "Oh, we need some jokes." Right. It just it, I don't I don't think it really needed to be a long. scene, The jokes could have relied. Literally, the doctor could have played it straight, and then uh, Blanche could have responded in the exact same ways that she did with the same jokes, yeah. the innuendo, the un- being confused about the form, things like that. Also, and it would have been funny. why not just have Blanche come in and do the form joke, and then she sits down, and he was like, but in all seriousness. Yes, yeah, exactly. Then, like, why does he need it's to be funny? It's funnier when he funny. doesn't get it. Yeah. It's funnier when he doesn't, like, go along with that, yeah. and she's the one... Is it, is it necessary to set up what's going to happen at the end of the episode with her and the doctor? I think I think it's necessary to yeah. to go how how like how important this is to her. It's a, this scene is important to to sort of get to the next scene, which is the girls visiting her in the hospital. Yes, but before that, which again, they're like all over the place with tone here. Yeah. So the last mm-hmm. thing that Blanche says, and she's very serious. She has like a little mini monologue where they push in on her face, and oh, wait, she's wait, 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 wait. oh shit! When did that happen? Oh, we're good. It didn't stop actually. Okay. Um, I just want you to see those four claps so you know when to. That's why they slate. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna see those four claps. I'm keeping the fun. Oh, don't. <laughs> All right, fine. People are going to be really confused. It's going to... We just broke the fourth wall. Fine. So... <laughs> Sorry, Cole. This is the real thing, not a rough cut. <laughs> <laughs> this is very rough, what's happening right now. Okay. Um, so Blanche, in her mini monologue, says she's... And it's such a sad thing that she says. It's almost like she's mm. not self-aware. She says that she's scared her beauty is fading. She's never had to do without it. And she says... I don't mind growing old. I just want to look the same. Yeah. Which is really sad. It is really yeah. sad. It's really sad. Yeah. And, and instead of... And, but then the next scene, th- this scene blew my mind. The the other three girls show up in a hospital room. See, you were more upset by this than I was. So, yeah, go ahead. First of all, okay, so they show up in a hospital room. Um, there is a person in bed wearing what looks like a paper mache mask where you can only see through the eye holes under what circumstance would that you ever be it's not even gauze would you be wrapped up like that where your nose Mm. and mouth are covered yeah you're right no his mouth wasn't covered no the mouth was covered was it covered I think so nose and mouth it was eye holes only like that person is being held there against their will (laughs) that's they obviously have some sort of like upper body cast on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something, and and yes, there's a, there's a cast on. And the girls get in, and the three girls, Blanche, or no, excuse me, Dorothy, Sophia, and Rose walk in, and they think it's Blanche. Yes. They think it's Blanche in bed, and everyone's like, oh, how are you doing, honey? <laughs> yeah, and they think she's had like full body 
like surgery done all at once, like get in, get out surgery. And there's all this mumbling back and forth between the girls and this person in the bed. And then the guy, the that, person in the yeah, the person lifts up the the sheet to reveal that it's not Blanche; it's actually a man. Naked Which it's under weird because we got it right away, or maybe yeah. it, you got it and you haven't seen. Well, this. the person's going. Hmm, yeah. yeah, you can kind yeah. of tell. You can okay. tell it's going to go in the street. So, but then they lift up the blanket, and we're all laughing, and there's like a little bit of a chuckle, and. Somebody says, like, oh, you've got yourself one hell of a lawsuit, Blanche. And they're sort of making these jokes, like, Blanche, we didn't know you were going to do this. And then yeah. and then B. Arthur just goes, we're so sorry about that, sir. And that's when everybody loses their shit. And they're like, oh, fuck, it's a dude. I mean, it's a funny line. And it probably looked different to the studio audience than it did to us watching sure. it. Because we knew immediately. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a nurse comes in, and it looks yeah. like... Oh, I just wanted to say, talk about whose genitals are they anyway. <laughs> to call oh! back from before. <laughs> Guys, Zach is a comedian. <laughs> He's very good at what he does. Yes. Um, th- so this nurse comes in and it looks like she's wearing like a Halloween costume nurse's outfit. Yeah. And just, they say... Where Which I do think she was in the film Halloween. You think or so? the second, the second one, the mental hospital. Oh, she maybe. looks familiar. Oh, does what? Who? Yeah. Okay. The nurse that came really? in this one. Yeah, she oh, looked wow. like one of the nurses in the second Halloween. I love that movie. Cool. Yeah. So they, the, the nurse says that Mrs. Devereaux canceled her surgery this morning. Whatever. Here's my thing. If these girls showed up at the hospital, right, they would go to the front desk and they would say, mm. "We're looking for our friend Blanche Devereaux. Can you tell us what room she's in?" Yeah, and they send that her they send the girls to that dude's room. They would. I feel like that's where they would have said, "Oh no, she wasn't admitted with us or this, something." This was before nine eleven when you could just walk into a hospital. But <laughs> well, how do they kidding. even know no, that she is? This is where you're right. This it's, is the suspension of belief where you have to. It, it doesn't take away from the comedy of the episode, and in fact, if that was a part of the actual script, it would ruin the episode, which is already kind of ruined. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen a scene, and it doesn't matter. You're yeah. totally right. Yeah. It's, it requires I mean, a suspension of, of Yeah, disbelief. but this mm-hmm. isn't True Detective. It's the Golden Girls. An so like, S-O-D. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone's not doing True Detective, so we have to. I just hear the second season's bad. I haven't yeah, been watching I haven't it. Been I didn't particularly like the first season. I thought I the characters were very interesting, once. but... I, I told people yeah. I watched, but I never did. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Can, can, okay, go on. It's, I have, a, I have a, a theory to propose here. Oh, go ahead. But, it? I, but it might not be the time. Or okay. Should I just jump in? Jump in. What if, what if, just to take the script of the show as, as text, yeah. what if Blanche actually wound up canceling the surgery because she was scared to death? That's the oh. first thing we heard about her relationship yeah. with surgery. Maybe that was a factor in her decision. Yeah. To, we're about Maybe. to find out why she didn't do it. I don't think that's what happened, but I just think it's yeah, fun we, to propose. Yeah, we, we find out pretty quickly. So the girls leave the hospital very concerned, and they get home, and they're searching everywhere They cannot the find her. And Sophia comes out saying, she was here recently, the coffee pot's still warm, and then Dorothy's like, it's because we were here less than an hour ago, and Sophia's like, it's my first time at this. Like <laughs> Weird joke. I can't yeah. believe that it made it It was a in. weird yeah. joke. But then Blanche I would. I would have liked to have seen a callback with... I, I would have liked to have seen Sophia come out. Like, they're all frantically searching, Blanche, Blanche! And then Sophia comes out, and she's still trying to, like, hawk her 
her yes. recipe. This oh. is the exact spot you know? that we should have had one callback to the home movie, and that would have solved yeah. all of our. Yeah. We would have been satisfied. Because guess what, guys? We that's that's the end of it. We don't know if Rose passed the class. We don't know what the reception of yeah, the movie no, was. There's no further mention of the class whatsoever. There's no nobody knows if if Sophia ever sold a recipe because it doesn't matter. I guess. <laughs> So Blanche walks in with all these shopping bags in her arms. Right. And she, the girl, she's like, where were you? We were worried sick. And Blanche says that, you know, she canceled the surgery. Yes. Um, and that she, uh, she, they, you know. You, sorry, ahead. no, you go ahead. That she went on the date with the plastic surgeon mm-hmm. instead. Um, and the girls were like, you, get, you canceled the surgery, just go on a date with a plastic surgeon? And... Is it here where she gives the punchline of, of... She... Blanche does another thing where, again, I feel like she's she's kind of all over the place. And I get that she's sort of joking, but, like, Zach, you're right. It may all just come back to the fact that she was too scared to have it. But first she says, um, you know, I, I bought a dress for my gorgeous body because Dr. Taylor asked me out for Friday night. And she says, I couldn't risk losing that special magic that's Blanche Devereaux, you know, that natural beauty that's always there, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, that's great. And she was like, I mean, plus if I can land myself a doctor, I might as well let him pay for it. Which is makes perfect sense. Yeah. But then she like gets all serious again and she was like, you know, I can live with the sagging and the wrinkles and the lines as long as I have you three girls. And then she says, besides, I'll always be the youngest and prettiest and most desirable. Yeah. So it's like Blanche is all over the place. Yeah. She's... But then Dorothy does a callback to earlier in the episode where she, the episode ends on her line saying, you know... Just like, again, she had me just until the very end. Yeah. But it wasn't a callback that we needed. No, but, no, but, yeah, Blanche Blanche was just all over the place. This whole episode was all over the place. Like, they will do that. They'll do stuff like that where they'll say, like, oh, you know, and I just couldn't risk losing my magic, and and you girls helped me through it. Besides. And then they do a joke. Yeah. But this one was, like, serious joke, serious joke. It was just, I don't know. It was... This was, a hard, this was a rough episode. I'm glad we got through this. Beca- and I'm glad we got through this together. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good thing to take from the show. Yeah. Is that with a good group of friends. Well, you know what? <laughs> this, is, this, that, that, this is a perfect segue into what we do. So at the end of every episode, we do a golden takeaway. It's mm. a moment of inspiration, a nugget of truth that maybe you can apply to your own life or maybe to the life of our listeners. We'll start so you can have a few examples. I so. already have mine, but go ahead. Okay. Oh, well, then you How about ahead. you start? Yeah, Our guest ahead. never starts yeah, with their please, golden go. takeaway. I'm, my golden takeaway is I'm going to redouble my commitment to rosing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I you like know, that. Not apologizing for my work beforehand and yeah. just, you know, if oh, I yeah. need to, saying this particular thing is still subject to change. That's Person great. who I'm working on a thing with, so you don't have to give me notes about that. I know it. That's wonderful. Um, and but even more than that, in that specific way, just I identify with Blanche having a lot of fear in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a psychedelic drug experience recently, and the big takeaway from that was like I often overlook it, but like I think all humans, there is some fear in me. Yeah. And so you know, I won't go into it now, but that was kind of like my takeaway from that thing. Yeah. And it's good to see. It's just good to see people dealing with their fear in different ways, and yeah. to remember that you have to power through it. Yeah. True. So that's thanks, a good, Rose. That's a great golden takeaway. Yeah, wonderful. I very think deep. apologizing is getting ahead of your fear that like someone's going to say a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. also very British. Mm. They apologize for a lot of things. Mm. I always saying I'm sorry. Was um, that an appropriate golden takeaway, or did uh, I it misunderstand? Was very, it was no, very that's a very okay. great very golden good. takeaway. My golden takeaway 
from this episode is I really should look into plastic surgery because I want to work on this this there's like this area between my Adam's apple and my chin that like is never like it's never defined it's never it never will be defined it's never has been my entire life and I just want it just like a little bit up just like a little bit you know what I mean that's it that's my golden takeaway it's very selfish. Golden. It will. It really will be for you, like they yeah. say in the episode, because I have met you many times, and mm-hmm. I swear to God, not one. Oh yeah, you've never hundredth of one yeah, percent. It's all for me. It's all. For, oh, no, you do. It's just, just like, well. I know you're. You're. Yeah. You're I'm pulling at it. You're pulling at what would be the equivalent of like uh, like a turkey's. It's a little bit of a turkey's yeah. gobble, which I can see as gobble. I get older that it probably mm-hmm. turned into like a one of those like people who don't have a neck. You know, it just becomes like chin mm-hmm. to neck sort of thing yeah so look into it why not now I will I will guys um my golden takeaway I'll pull it in the photo of this episode <laughs> I'll just like <laughs> that's the, well, you know. I feel like we promise a lot of photos that we don't always deliver on no when we take a photo of the three of us I'm gonna pull it you're gonna pull it okay yeah. great um my <laughs> golden takeaway from this episode is if you're gonna drop a lot of Fess Parker jokes and I say Fess Parker but I mean you know any sort of cultural mm-hmm. reference if, if you're going to drop a lot of the same reference uh, as a joke into your episode like don't half-ass it with enough where your audience is going to go that was a lot of Fess Parker jokes do so many Fess Parker jokes that they go remember that crazy episode where they make like a hundred Fess Parker jokes yeah. to the point where you don't think you're going to laugh anymore and then it just sort of breaks that barrier mm-hmm. um, perfect example if anybody googles Kristen Shaw is a horse Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Very popular video of Kristen Schaal and Kurt Braunel are just repeating the same thing over and over again. And it, it gets to a point where you think you might stop laughing or that it could get old or not get funny. But every time they continue to do it, it just gets funnier. So yeah. everybody Google that and then you'll know. Yeah, somebody once, I forget who, but somebody once phrased it, do it one time or do it a thousand times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a great way of, yeah. Definitely. Well, Zach, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. A delight of a human being. Where can people follow that delight? I really appreciate it. I feel like the best place to see the stuff that I'm doing is on my YouTube channel. That's like my favorite platform for the stuff that I do. So that's just YouTube.com slash Zach with an H. Sherwin. So Zach Sherwin. Nice. And I really do, we were joking about it before, but I still feel really bad about I want to be perfectly clear with your listeners that I was not saying that I think the Golden Girls are old, unattractive women. I just feel like I've heard that reference made in a joke or something. I even Googled during the episode. I thought maybe it was in some rap lyric or other, but it didn't turn up any results. So just to seriously be perfectly clear about that, I really like these, and I think it's like, you know, they're great. They'll probably bring you closer to your girlfriend. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it with her. Yeah, yeah. I want you to hunt down the person that you probably heard that from and yeah, I'll give it some more thought. Murder them. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for doing Thanks so this. much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was really fun. And thank you guys for listening. I'm H. Allen Scott. You can follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything. And I'm CarrieDoherty.com or SquidEatSquid on Twitter and Squidzy mm. on Instagram. And you guys can follow the podcast at OutOnTheLanai.com. Com and uh, leave your comments uh, for this week's episode and your thoughts, questions, comments, things you might want to ask Zach about. Um, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash discuss, D-I-S-Q-U-S, mm. uh, and leave your comments there. We'll yes. do that in a mini-episode this weekend. Yes, and uh, yeah, just look for the title of this week's episode, Whose Face Is This Anyway? Um, and uh, guys, we now have a donation page set up. You guys can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. 
um, where you guys can throw us a couple bucks if you like listening to the podcast and you appreciate the fact that the podcast is free and that there are no advertisements on it aside from us talking about Trader Joe's but you know but <laughs> yep. there are no like it's stamps.com <laughs> um, yeah if you guys appreciate that uh, you know all money goes toward uh, the podcast and all costs associated with it because as we get more fans uh, the more it costs and the money comes out of our pocket so yeah. um, and we greatly appreciate the donations we have gotten so far and uh, can I too quick do you guys yeah. have a clever name for your fan community oh we should Lanier's um, mm. Oh, that sounds like they're lying, though. Yeah, uh, it does. We can um, give it some thought and try yeah, to come up and, with well, some good. I'd be guys, happy to pitch in. Maybe you guys can tweet at us and and let us know or put it on the outtonlanai.com slash discuss page and let us know what you think we should be calling yeah, you. Yeah, what, what do you guys want to be called? <gasps> Ooh, and you guys rose it this week. Rose, rose it this it. week. And finally, I'll just say, yeah. if anybody is still mad at me about the comment from before, <laughs> you know how to punish me. Send me Trader Joe's maple cookies, and uh, <laughs> that'll be the worst thing you can do. Oh, God. Thank you guys so much for listening and remembering and remembering and remembering. Golden! Golden! <laughs>